Hello and welcome to the Strategic Bookkeeper podcast. First, a big shout out and a thank you to the bookkeepers who are uh, sharing with an open heart and an open mind because it is that sharing and the questions that you ask me that allow me to create content that is laser focused to what you want. So I am literally looking uh, at an email that I'm sending a bookkeeper at the moment. Uh, We're chatting about various things. She said to me, uh, I hope I'm ready for the program. And I said to her, would it be okay if I ask what you mean by whether I'm ready for it? I just wanted to seek to understand. And actually, apart from a range of things that she kind of explained to me about her situation, which took us on a journey of just sharing and realizing how much we had in common, she told me it was time. So she's a really busy mama, <laughs> like me, um, and she's taken over an organization and she's got a lot on her plate and it's really just um, one of the big factors for her is time. She's trying to prioritize her health, which I absolutely believe that your mental, spiritual and physical health needs to come first. Your health is your wealth. Um, she's trying to be a loving mum to her children. And um, then on top of it all, she is trying to um, take this bookkeeping business that she has purchased and to um, tidy it all up and make it all work. And she desperately wants into the Strategic Bookkeeper Program, but one of her problems is time. And so right now I'm going to dive into how to help you with how to pull more time out of your business and maybe even your life. So why don't we dive in? I'm Jeannie Savage, the Strategic Bookkeeper. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, author, speaker, trainer, and coach. After 13 years in practice and after scaling into a lifestyle business where I could choose my own adventure, I'm sharing my secrets to success, my secret sauce recipe on how to build a thriving practice, delight your clients, and ultimately live your dream on your terms. This podcast is a companion to my book. In each weekly episode, I'll share strategies for scaling and success. This is your time to shine, to step up, to become a strategic bookkeeper and enjoy all the benefits it brings to you and your clients. Okay, so something I will say about the program is it's for the long term. It's not about working harder. Um, in fact, I'm not going to ask you over the long term to work harder. Maybe in the early days, uh, I will ask you to. There are times when we've all got to put in, okay? Uh, even for me, after I've built a lifestyle business, there are times building the strategic bookkeeper program where I pull 11 hour days on top of being a mum and everything else, okay? Uh, it's not because I have to, it's because I've chosen to for purpose and legacy, okay? Um, so what I will say is that um, rather than ask you to work harder over the long term, I'm going to ask you to make harder decisions, okay? And I'm going to help you with it every step of the way. I am going to help you to build powerful habits and be accountable, okay? So harder decisions, more than harder work. And there are three things that we all need from our business. That is profit, cash, and time, okay? Time is what will allow you 
to uh, live your dream on your terms, okay? So the income and lifestyle you want and deserve, the profit, the cash of time, okay? And today, we're going to talk about time. So the advice that I gave to this beautiful bookkeeper um, to help her with time is a little kind of process that I have. So step one is what I call get shit done. So in terms of when, you know, you're just frazzled and you're busy and you're trying to do it all and you've got this big list, I want you to sit down at your desk, put your head down and your bum up and just get shit done, right? Try and clear as much as you can, laser focus relentlessly and just get shit done. Um, and with regard to that, if you're thinking work-life balance and the fact that you're a mum and all those kind of things, Here's what I want to tell you about work-life balance. It doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but it kind of does exist, but it doesn't exist. Let me tell you what it's really about, okay? So I want you to imagine a pendulum. And in terms of the way that we live and the way that we work, it's not about so much striking a balance as it is um, accepting that our energy is always tipped into um, different areas in different ways, right? So sometimes we'll find that our energy is tipped into being a mum more or doing whatever you are doing. If you're not a mum, just um, maybe that's leaning into family, maybe it's leaning into community like my Latin dancing and your energy is tipped in there and while your energy is in there and the pendulum swings that way, you put your energy into that. Now, when that happens, you'll have less energy going into, whether it's your work or whether it's whatever else is happening, um, the pendulum is swinging in that way. Now, there will be other times where the pendulum swings back to work, okay? And I know personally as a mum, when that happens, I feel guilt and I feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not being a good mum, I'm not giving him enough time and attention. But the truth is that the pendulum swings. It, it's not about work-life balance. And it can be the same with our health, right? So let's say the pendulum swings back to work and I'm aware that I'm not getting to do the things that I would normally say make up a beautiful miracle day for me, which would be really getting, you know, outside and walking and maybe Latin dancing and doing any gym work I want to do and all of those things. So if any, or even my mental, spiritual, physical health. So um, journaling in my diary for, that's great for my mental health. Um, Latin dancing is great for my spiritual health. And then physical health, right? So when the pendulum swings and I notice that I'm not putting the energy that I would like to into the various parts, the best thing that I can do is accept that, right? And say, oh, okay, right now my energy is at work. Because, for example, I'm working really hard on what I'll be delivering in the program. And that's okay because the pendulum's swinging that way. And actually, if I accept it, the truth is I love it, absolutely love it. Um, and then I know that in a few months I'll be able to take a breath. The pendulum will swing into some more health and some more mummy stuff um, and other things, okay? So the pendulum is not intended to sit in the middle of the work-life balance. 
what I feel is the healthiest way to look at it. And I was listening to a podcast from this young lady who's been working for about the last 10 years. She started her business at 15 um, and she's realized that at the end of this year, she needs to take a year where she swings the pendulum over to the life side and that she kind of invests in some personal growth in that area and so um, she knows that she's not going to be able to put the same energy into her work during that time because it is where we are transferring our energy okay so we're talking about step one right now which is get shit done right so put your head down get as much shit done as you can and clear a whole lot of stuff off your plate As you are doing step one, which is get shit done, right, I just want you to start having an awareness of something. So so once I heard this cool little thing and it goes, there's three A's to change, awareness, acceptance and action, right? So right now, when you're doing step one, I want you to sit in the awareness phase where as you're doing all the things, I want you to start thinking about something that leads into step two. And that is of all the things that I am doing, are there any of these things that aren't particularly impactful? So we're going to look for a couple of things. We're going to look for the 5% activities that get us 95% of the results, okay? And we're going to look for the other 95% that get 5% of the results, okay? Or we could talk about the 80-20, the 20% that gets 80% of the results, that's science-based and proven, and the 20% that gets 80% of the results, okay? Um, so we're just going to start to become aware of that, and we're also going to start to become aware of what we could possibly delegate, okay? So we're just going to hold all of that in our mind, Um, optionally, if you want to write it down or start typing down what I call the I did it list, you can do that. I do it rarely, but I do do it from time to time where I, I just keep jotting down what I'm doing and how often I'm doing it and whether I should be doing it. It'll be like, yeah, or actually somebody else should be doing this job. Even if they're not on the team right now, it's like write down a VA could do this job. Oh my God, someone else should be doing this job. Like, I've just put a hat on that either I don't wear well or I don't want to wear, okay? So this is about really understanding what you could possibly just not be doing at all where you go, yeah, it's on the list and I'm doing it, but is it really that impactful? Because you're probably better off going for a walk, (laughs) okay? But right now, head down, bum up, get shit done and start to become aware of what I call the fuck it off list, right? That is, um, I could just fuck this task off and it wouldn't matter. So it's the stop doing and the delegate list. So step two, after you just clear a whole lot of shit up and you will feel so much better after that, okay? So when you just get shit done, then step two is going to be to stop, okay? It's great if you can take a day out. Like sometimes around Christmas, I take four to six weeks off and it is the best exercise in considering what I'm not going to do next year, okay? Um, Because we can get really busy with the busy work, but busy with the 95% that's doing 5% of the impact, yeah? We want to really work on the 5% that gives us 95% results, which is absolutely what I want to help you with as a member of the strategic bookkeeper, as part 
of my tribe, okay? So step two is what I call the uh, don't do it list or the to don't list, um, the stop doing list, the fuck it off list. We use that internally. I say to my team, um, what tasks can we just fuck off, right? So absolutely that. And the other part of it is um, if, if it really, really needs to be done, can it be delegated to someone? Okay, um, just hot tip there. If you delegate something, be clear about the scope in terms of the task and the time expected. I once had team members spend, I think it was in excess of 10 hours on a task that was done fortnightly that I expected to take well under an hour. Okay, so, and that's on me for not briefing them properly. So just a hot tip there. But basically, uh, what I want to tell you here is every time you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else, okay? So every time you say yes to something, you say yes to a client, yes, I'll do a proposal, yes, I'll take you on as a client, uh, yes, whatever, okay? Same in your personal life, all right? Yes, I'll answer that phone call, Yes, I'll help that person. You are saying no to something else without even knowing about it because you're shrinking the time that you have in your life and your business to devote to other things. So other things that you may have on the list or you may not even have on the list but they need to get done won't get done because when you say yes to anything, you reduce the amount of time you have to say yes to other things. So when you say yes to one thing, you are saying no to others, okay? So that's what's really important about the to-don't list. Once you've got the to-don't list and the fuck-it-off list and you start to wrap your head around the power and, and how freeing it is just to literally not do a whole lot of stuff that you realize is busy work, not impactful work and we've all been there okay and part of what I do is I test and measure this stuff so that in the program I can say to you don't do that don't spend so much time on that but do do this and do spend time on that once you free up time by doing all of this one of the things that you get to do if you want to do it is the strategic bookkeeper program. So if you feel like I don't have time, then that is one of the things you get to prioritize as you come up for air and realize, okay, I'm not as time poor as I am or I was before because I've got shit done. I've thought about what I could just probably not do or do less of and what I could delegate to other people. If you stop doing the low value stuff or spending too much time on things that you should only be spending a little bit more time on and you actually do join the Strategic Bookkeeper Program, then it is going to be one of those 5% things that make 95% of the difference. You know that because I've been there, done that. I continue to be there and do that and I have worked my ass off. (laughs) to make sure that I can give you the upfront and ongoing support that you need to solve all the problems that you've got and to build a thriving practice, okay? Delight your clients and live your dream on your terms. So the things you get to do when you free up the time is join the program. That said, I do want to tell you that I definitely designed the program so that you can learn and implement on the fly. 
so I give you ways to take action no matter where you're at, okay? And I give you content to digest even when you're folding the laundry, okay? So in the program, if you're more time for, I want you to be able to implement what you're learning on the fly. So I want you to be able to take um, small things and get big impacts out of them, okay? But then as you progress to freeing up that time throughout the program, then I will help you work more strategically, um, you know, by reserving an hour or so a day to get bigger, more massive, better results, okay? We go on our laps around the sun together. Three, uh, I would like you to listen to another podcast I point you towards, episode 10, and it's called Harnessing the Power to Build Your Dream Business and Life. So um, if you could please, as uh, this step, so this is step three, listen to that podcast. And what I'm going to say about that is that I need you to use the first step to form new habits okay because that gets shit done and then stop and do the to don't list okay and acknowledge that every time you say yes to something you're saying no to something else this is um a really great cycle to use but you want to form the habits around that so that on a daily basis you're constantly assessing whether something that you've been asked to do or something that's on your agenda is worth doing or not because there is a massive power in just not doing shit, (laughs) okay? Just a really simple example is we have tested and measured putting in a lot of effort into uh, organic social media Um, and at the end of it, we came up with a formula that gave us exactly how much time and effort you should put into social media, which is a fraction of what we Uh, tested and the return on investment that you'll get okay so we decided to stop doing something specifically because we analyze the uh, return on investment right so you know the five percent activities they get 95 percent of the results social media is still critically important but you need to understand how much time to invest in it okay and in the strategic bookkeeper transformation program you get all the done for you social media templates and strategy and um, help to implement it all which saves you tons of time and money Okay, so that is the third step. Take what you've learned is step one and two and bed it into habits so that you actually stop doing so much, so that you form what I call the master habit in business and that is be proactive rather than reactive. Okay, and that is step four. So ultimately, um, to be able to free up the time that you need to do the high value activities that help you build a thriving practice to like your clients and live your dream on your terms, whatever that is, okay? And for for the bookkeeper who um, asked me this question and shared with me, her dream on her terms is so similar to mine, okay? It's to be able to prioritize her health first, to get her health right, yeah, um, and then similar things to me. Then to be the best mum she can and show up the best she can for her children, okay? And then purpose. Our, our businesses and our jobs give us purpose, okay? So I call that our empire building. Um, we want to build our beautiful empires and be wildly wealthy women and men who have a positive impact on the world. So 
Um, your dream on your terms, the income and lifestyle you want and deserve, it is for you to prioritise what that looks like. So back to step four, which is ultimately to become proactive. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to direct you towards to help you with that is uh, a book called The Science of When by Daniel Pink. And I recommend that you use the Blinkist app to read it because that way you'll be able to digest the highlights in 10 to 15 minutes. I love that app, okay? Um, and so you'll be able to get the gist of the concept of The Science of When from Daniel Pink. And it is a science book. Okay, it's why they do surgeries in the morning and I actually structure the work that I do around the science of when and it's been quite transformational uh, for how I work and the results that I can get. Okay, so further along on proactive. So what is proactive versus reactive? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you really want to learn something, teach it. So in the succession chapter in my book and the succession part of my program, uh, we talk about what's next on the menu for your clients, okay? And the more you educate yourself, the more you can teach others what you're learning. Like if you learn from this podcast and you implement and you're like, holy cow, that helped me do better in business and life, why wouldn't you tell others and educate others? When you tell your clients, you're actually stacking your value. Imagine if you tell your clients something that moves the needle for them beyond the basic bookkeeping, okay? So I'm digressing, <laughs> um, but definitely if you really want to learn something, teach it. So um, proactive versus reactive, okay? So most people are in the habit of reacting to what's coming at them. And I work with business owners, amazing people who relate to this um, because one of the things I say to them is, what's the first thing you do in the morning when you go to your business, when you go into work? Is it basically open your email? And they say, yeah, it is open my email. And I say to them because um, I want to help you understand why that is not the first thing that you should be doing. Uh, I help them understand that by directing them to the science of when and then helping them to understand that when you open your email, you start reading emails from people and uh, they want things from you and that is their agenda. And you start reacting to what other people want rather than proactively deciding on what your agenda should look like and sticking to your agenda. Now, I don't know how easy or hard this will be to comprehend, but it is transformational from reactive to proactive. Another example, it's like, it's like little things, I'm telling you, um, but they're mind-blowing. So when the phone rings, are you in the habit of simply answering it, okay? Because I worked in the science of when, if I'm working um, in a proactive way and I absolutely fall over from time to time and then I've got to kind of give myself a little whack and go, Jeannie, you know what to do, okay? So 
Um, I will put my phone on do not disturb in the morning from say whatever time I'm working until um, whatever time I want to stop working on the most high value stuff that I want to work on. Let's call it 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock um, because you'll learn in the science of when that the middle of the day, I call it the multitasking middle of the day, is the best time to check your email because your brain function actually changes okay so I've absolutely got to check my chat channels and my emails and my tasks etc but I'm remember the three A's to change so awareness acceptance action I'm very acutely aware of proactive versus reactive okay so if I sit down and I know what I've got to get done or what is the five percent activities and I've I've prioritized the various things that I need to do and then I sit down, put my phone on do not disturb, do not open my email and I get done what I need to get done and then later on I tend to my email and I also accept that I'm not going to get everything done and I am going to have to just simply not do or delegate some things, okay, um, but the only way I'm really going to get what I want out of my business and my life is if I set my own agenda and if I proactively stick to that agenda. And one of my clients told me that when he adopted this, he actually won back the time to um, fly to Adelaide and win a massive job and expand his business down there. So that's outside of bookkeeping, another business, but success leaves clues, my friends, okay? In terms of being proactive, there is a, mo a brain model and it goes primal brain, reactive brain, proactive brain, okay? The primal brain is flight or fight, so very little children will have that. Um, you know, it's hit first, think later. It's the saber-toothed tiger chasing us and we just run, okay? Then there's reactive brain uh, or kind of monkey brain, which is where we just react to everything that's around us. So if our child cries, we react to them. And so the reactive part of our brain has a very important feature and function. Um, it's also the multitasking part of our brain where we can be um, folding laundry and, you know, doing a million things at once as a mum. And re we're reacting to really important things around us because we need to react. Okay, then there's the proactive brain, also known as empire building brain. And I want you to think of it as a muscle that you need to work out over time by forming habits, okay, because to uh, build a thriving practice, we'll call that our empire building, you need to strengthen the empire building part of your brain and that is the proactive part of your brain. So at work, you need to really exercise and develop the master habit of being proactive rather than reactive. Okay, so Daniel Pink, The Science of When on the Blinkist app is a great place to start. Now, just to rinse and repeat for a minute, I really took a moment to think about and ask myself as a bookkeeper, like even going back to my journey and when you are busy, you know, what does it look like for a bookkeeper who's really busy to join my program? And I'm a trainer and assessor, right? So I, I need to know that I can deliver content to all different time subkeepers with all different time constraints in a way that helps them kick goals. So let me tell you about how I've gone about doing that. 
So I do imagine the busy bookkeeper like a blue-ass fly. That's an Australian term. So if you're not in Australia, forgive me. It just means really, really busy. Um, so you're a busy bookkeeper and you're a mom and everything else, okay? The way that I structure my content and the way I will continue to show up and support you is to be able to give you easily digestible content that you can begin to implement on the fly. So literally, even in the free trainings, I get people say, oh my goodness, Jeannie told me that immediately after this training, I need to do this two-minute activity and they win a new client, okay? So what I'm acutely aware of is that um, if you are really time poor, then you are still going to get massive results from the program uh, if you let me hold your hand and challenge you to uh, start out time poor, implement on the fly, progress over perfection, jump in, use everything we give you, um, let me help you do that to get results. But over time, I am going to help you form habits in order to free up your time slowly and there will be a beautiful magic that happens on the day that you start to realize that you can spend an hour or two or more working on your business rather than just in it in a proactive way that gets you the really big sustainable results and just gets you the lifestyle, right? What I achieved five years in. So, the program is fine if you don't have any time as long as you can get in and, and talk to me about what's challenging you most so I can point you in the direction of the parts of the program that you can pick and choose that will solve the immediate problems for you. Okay, so whether you are super busy or you're not super busy, the program is absolutely going to help you and I believe that you will be able to get a return on investment greater than the fee. And I believe that so much, no matter how busy you are, that I offer you a full money back guarantee. So after we work together for 12 months, if you cannot get a return greater than the fee, I will give you your money back. That's how confident I am, that no matter how busy you are, I can get you there. So that is my four steps to winning your time back and your sanity back, okay, and to um, getting to get to prioritize the things that are important to you and swing the pendulum back from uh, all work and no play or all work and no mummy time. That was uh, step one, get shit done. Step two, the don't do it list. Uh, step three, form the habits from the first two. And step four, ultimately become proactive. In the Strategic Bookkeeper Transformation Program, I want to inspire you around this and more. I have a passion for what I call mindset matters because your mindset really does matter. And so if you do join us after August 1 when the doors open, uh, you are going to get all the support around the businessy stuff and the stuff around the businessy stuff that makes it all work. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a question you'd like answered on my podcast, please email me, hello at thestrategicbookkeeper.global. Did you know we have a private Facebook group called The Strategic Bookkeeper's Way? There you'll find bookkeepers just like you on the same journey where you can ask questions and get support.
You can find more resources and how to work with me at the strategicbookkeeper.global. All the links are in the show notes. Have a prosperous week and I'll see you in the next episode. 